Luda's beats were good. His flow was great. Yeah, his flow was definitely out of this world, man. Yep. Anyway. Rodney, how's life been going? Man, life is life and man. You know what? It's it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good for real. How about yours, man? Uh, I mean, it's all right. I'm closing in on a new place, hopefully. Hey. Really closing in to a new place to live. I gotta, gotta make sure I break in the, the house the right way. Going to the as many cheeks as I can. No, I well, I was my me I was on my point of view of me breaking in the house there's no way which is taking a number two in the bathroom. Shall not be doing that in my house. I will. I definitely will. I'm like, oh my gosh. Live here. That does not matter. I can still go over there and just drop one, just drop no pinch a loaf. You don't like what? I want to pinch a loaf over there. But you don't even live here. I mean, I can still travel always to go over there. You're not even like you. You're saying this. You're you're saying these things, but you're not doing these things. And just bloop bloop. You're saying these things. Bloop bloop. But you're not doing these things. Oh my gosh, fine. I'll make a trip over there so I can bloop bloop at the house. I'll be bloop blooping at anywhere in my Man, man, if I had so much probably it would be bloop, 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 bloop. Uh, I don't I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> you 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 don't respond, you just go with it. It's like anything it's, it's like anything in life, just go with it. I don't know if I should just go with anything. I mean, you know, if you try to do that, that's where if you try to figure things out. That's how you end up just trying to put your hands on the wheel. Sometimes you got to let go and let Jesus take the wheel. You know what I mean? You're not going to use my carry underwood like that. <laughs> yes, I said my carry underwood. Hey, that's all good. I love that woman. She is an amazing she... artist. That's why. She is amazing. She amazing is a, artist. She is amazing. Yeah. She's a... So, Rock. Um, mm-hmm. Question for you, brother. What up? My brother, my brother, my homie, my friend. What up, player? You ever want to smoke somebody out before? And I don't mean like with a blunt. I mean like you ever want to pull up to your ops and spin the block? Um. Uh, not recently, but I think I can kind of know where you're going with this. You ever wanted to get back at somebody who you felt did you wrong? Oh yeah, for sure, hands down. You ever wanted to? You ever wanted to knock out Lucas from second grade for bullying on you and talking about how dorky your glasses looked? Mm-hmm. For sure. well, God said we can't do that. Why not? You ever wanted to tease somebody and make them break down and cry because you found out some information about their mama having cancer and you want to break them down because they came and roasted on you to school the day before and made you feel like crap. So now you want to break they whole, destroy their whole life and make them break down because you make in front of their mama that might be passing away. I mean, that sounds very specific situation, but I can kind of relate to the the realm of that. Have you ever wanted to kill somebody's dog to get back at him? 
All right, well, all right, all right, Mike. What kind of John Wick stuff is going on right now? Okay, because I feel like I feel, I feel like you're going down a direction right now, but we're going left and success at the right. So I need you to eat a merge or something. All right, Robbie. Have you ever wanted to throw boiling water on a cat? All right, Mike. I'm gonna I'm gonna lie to you. That that, that 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 sounds a little sexual. So let's just nip it in the bud. Sexual. Just I say said boiling water. How does that sound sexual? You can make anything into that, sir. That is your that is your depraved, deranged mind. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm says sick. the I guy says the guy talking like a psychopath. I know. <laughs> Especially what we talked about the past couple of weeks about what you've been wanting to do. Have you ever wanted to just like? Have you ever envisioned yourself? beating somebody within an inch of their life and then just staring at the blood on your hands. Um, for the sake of our audience, um, for so they can feel someone who they feel like they're not alone, I'm going to say yes. I'm trying to get you to say no. Okay, oh. I'm trying to find a point where you haven't, like, because now you're sounding just as crazy as me, and that's a problem. Hey, you know, two two peas in a pod. Okay, nah, so the cat thing that was a stretch. Diane, well, oh, right. Wait, look, wait a second. Look, Not boiling water, but I have wanted to kill some cats. I don't like cats. All right. So anyway, so to answer your don't question, me. to answer <laughs> to answer your question, <laughs> no, to answer your question, no, I don't do one of those things. And why is that, Rodney? Because we're not called. Because I believe we're not called to pull out revenge on people. But Rodney. Isn't revenge mm-hmm. isn't revert was it revenge is sweet serve cold like wait oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah Re- revenge is best a dish best cold? served cold there yeah. we go bro that is so like yeah <laughs> that means you need to get revenge by stripping them naked and leaving them out in the Cleveland winter nope Detroit winter dang I'll say dang just put Cleveland under the bus like that screw it nope Upper Peninsula of Michigan winter which is basically Canadian winter. Oh my gosh, I'm not ready for that. That sounds like I need me a onesie, a hat, a beanie, two two thermals, and both pants and the top shirt, and with, with a heater up under it. Dang, that's bad, bro. We have one time at bank camp. I'm about to snitch on myself. Hey, we're all about transparency. I went to a party at Michigan State before when I was up at living in Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we took this one drunk guy, and he was sleeping on a love seat, basically, right? Uh-huh. He was, like, passed out drunk. The guy whose house it was wasn't happy that somebody was passed out drunk at his house. Because he had warned people, don't get pissy drunk, like, control yourself, right? No, he did. Got me and a couple of other guys, because technically I wasn't supposed to be there, so I had to help. Because, you know, I was in high school at the time. He got us. Got us. He got us together. He got us together. All right, so yeah, the guy, he, uh, the guy who was hosting the party got mad. And so he got me and a couple of other of the guys who weren't supposed to be there that were on the wrestling team in high school. And he had us pick the couch up, the love seat, with the guy on it, which shows how drunk, blackout drunk he was, by the way. 
And we took the entire love seat and we took it out of the house. He had double doors down the stairs and set it into in the front lawn in the snow. How dangerous that is? It was like January. Bet he sobered up quick. He sobered up quick. I bet he did. Woke up freezing outside in that cold. It didn't take him long. It took him a couple minutes. Then he got an earful. From who? The guy who had us do it. Then he made us bring the couch back in, which I wasn't really happy about that. <laughs> I, I would assume so. I would assume so, Mike. But anyway, the point being... Actually, I'm not sure what the point was. So, the point being that there is no point because it has to do something with revenge that I can't think of right now how it's going to correlate the two together because for the audience that don't know, we just had an intermission due to technical difficulties. But we're here right now, so that's all that matters. Yeah. We're here right now, so that's all that matters. (laughs) (laughs) It happens to that. I just went and told a whole story and don't know why I told the story anymore. Okay, so so the nucleus of everything was talking about revenge and on why on why as believers we should oh, not do revenge. I got on there because it's a dish best served cold. Mm-hmm. That's why. Exactly. See? Okay, so now we can go back to our regular <laughs> schedule program now. <laughs> Knee slapper. Hey. <laughs> I am so corny. Oh, I'm going to be such a dad later. <laughs> Point being, we're not supposed to take vengeance for ourselves, right? If you look at David in the Bible, right? David had all opportunities to take vengeance on Saul. Saul made his life hell. David did nothing wrong, and Saul was out here trying to kill this man, chasing him down to the four corners of the earth. Then David had this man dead to rights. And instead of killing him, he cut his robe and let him go. David forgave the man and acknowledged he was anointed. Didn't kill him. Didn't take vengeance for himself. Jesus, the one who is our, the Messiah, our Savior, our example of life. Mm-hmm. Bro, how many times this man could have took revenge on people? Even before they did it, that's before they did it, he could have took revenge for stuff. All the people that was talking behind his back, you think he couldn't have took revenge on them? Mm-hmm. Been like, you know what? Y'all want to open y'all mouths? I'm gonna give y'all mouth cancer or something. <laughs> I'm gonna make y'all dumb now. Y'all can't speak because y'all open y'all mouth and you, you didn't put some speck on my name. Man, I'm gonna make something fall off that you ain't use no more. Fly. Keep my savior's name out your mouth. Mm-hmm. Point being, it is not for us to take upon revenge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's not our place. Mm-hmm. So, like in Romans chapter twelve, verses nineteen through twenty-one. After I open up my Bible and get it. Crack open the Bible. Been, I should have been prepared. <sighs> Romans chapter 12, verses 19 through 21. 
Romans, Romans, Romans is before Corinthians chapter 12, verse 19. All right. I'm reading out of the Tree of Life version because it has nice and Hebrew in it. Never take your own revenge, loved ones, but give room for God's wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says Adonai. Rather, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink, for by doing so you will keep heap coals of fire upon his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Let's break that down. Okay, let's do it. Let's do a little little breaking down a little bit. All right, what's up? Let's just start at 19, Rodney. So it says, never take your own revenge, loved ones, but give room for God's wrath because it is written that vengeance is mine and I will repay, says Adonai. Mm -hmm. I think one of the key things to look at in that scripture there says it is written. Mm -hmm. That means this is already in the word. This was already written down. God already spoke this. That vengeance is his and he will repay. When you look at Israel, even in the Old Testament, when different things happen, right? They didn't go like if you if you really read, they weren't supposed to do anything on their own. You had to ask God. And when it came to things of like vengeance, it was God who took vengeance for example, when Pharaoh wouldn't let God, God's people go, it was God who acted, not the Israelites. Mm -hmm. Them Hebrews stayed and did what they were told, and God took care of Pharaoh and the Egypt. Mm -hmm. Right? So, um, sorry, somebody texted me right now, Rodney. Um, we're on, we're on set. We can be doing it. We're on set. I just exited off. No, they just popped across my screen while I'm reading the scripture. <laughs> anyway, so we cannot take vengeance in our own hands because the Lord already said that vengeance is his and he will repay. And here's the other thing. I would rather Lord the Lord's vengeance to be fight for me than my own vengeance anyway. For sure. You know why? I... In my own flesh, I'm going to sin for one in my vengeance because I'm going to cause I'm going to be wrathful. I'm going to be spiteful. I'm going to be mean. I'm going to be nasty. I'm going to do everything that God has called me not to be. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm going to have an anger issue. All of it. Mm -hmm. I am not called to do that. We are not called to do that. We are called to show the love of the Lord. Mm -hmm. So therefore. If we're show, we're called to be God's children and show his love and to do good to everybody, to be nice to those who slander you and spit in your face, mm -hmm. to show love to those who mistreat you, how can you be vengeful? Exactly. Mm -hmm. God's vengeance is so much better anyway. It does. It definitely, yeah, definitely is. And one of the things as we are speaking about this, all right, so y'all know me. I always relate things to the movies. I don't know why. That's just how I'm able to envision things. So, and Mike, I can use this example because you you seen it. You seen it. Um, it was a scene in Baby Boy. 
it was when I did see it. You find if I say I can use this reference. So it was a scene when and if y'all well, hold on, have I had watched, seen it before. Okay, I just didn't remember seeing it. Anymore. Okay, all right. Well, sometimes you need. Well, okay, well you need a new revelation as you get older as we're watching these movies. So it was when the very last scene. And spoiler for y'all who have not watched it. I'm sorry, but not. Sorry. But there ain't no spoiler. That movie is like twenty something years old. Hey, you got some people who have not seen it. You got you know, like someone who I, I know thicker. But <laughs> amongst other hood movies you do not know. <laughs> so anyways, back to what I'm saying. Um, when we're talking about re- revenge and how it's better to have vengeance for the Lord to fight these battles and not us. Um, it kinda remind me of remember at the very end, like once Joe Jody's character played by Tyrese, remember when he finally well, shot and killed uh, Snoop Dogg, aka Rodney, in, in the movie. And then he he went home and he was beside his bed. He was like panicking and worrying and whatnot. And then his mom's husband, his mom's boyfriend came in slowly but surely like, walking up to him as he had, had the gun in his hand. You can tell he looked frightened and worried. But he was there to consult him, was able to be there for him in this moment where he actually slowly but surely took the gun from him at a very slow pace and took it out of it because he knew the weights that came with the gun and what it can do or what it did do. And I that just that went to show like that's not how Jody's character is. That's why we're not meant to do those things. So seeing how that father figure came in in his time of need when he did take up revenge, you can definitely show the dynamic and how it is in that moment when what comes with when you do lean on your own understanding you take revenge on someone like that's a weight that you shouldn't feel but also like how you how you word it like like you you're acting out of god's character when that happens so that's kind of what happened in my head as i was thinking about the verse or the very first part that you say how say it's it is written so yeah i like how that was played about amen amen and i agree obviously so yeah now moving on to verse 20 he says rather if your enemy's hungry feed him if he is thirsty give him a drink for by doing so you will heap coals of fire upon his head mm-hmm. now let's break that down when you treat those who mistreat you and you treat them well mm-hmm. even through their mistreatment when you're repaying that kind that evil with kindness Mm-hmm. says you're heaping coals of fire on their head. Mm-hmm. Let's break that down, bro. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so so repeat that again just so I can just um, respond to correctly to what that verse was saying. It says, if your enemy's hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. For by doing so, you will heap coals of fire on his head. For sure, definitely. Um, like, you know how, how they say when God's way is better than, than our way? I know just humanly possible if someone who has done us wrong, let's, let's be honest, it's, we don't act like godly. And I think that just shows the difference between when you're approaching things with God's love compared to how we want to do things that make any sense. Like, we do want to show that love to people if they are de- deserving of it, you know? Um, 
like it's easy to love someone if it's lovable. But if someone, but that same love that you give to that person, the person who has done you wrong, or you have ill intentions towards, it's more of a difficult to do. If that makes any sense? Because, like I said, it's it's hard trying to be kind and nice to people when you know they don't deserve that type of treatment. Like you know what I mean? Where it's like. It's like they they've done you wrong. You're not like they either they either lied on your name, did malicious behavior, spread lies on you, or they probably just did just bad things to you, and and that that gets inside you. So as humans, like what do we want to do? Like the same type of pain, the same type of torture, the same thing that you caused me. I I want to do that to you. No, I'm not going to pay myself on per- perfect and say I haven't thought about it or wanted to do revenge on someone. Like I. I plotted, I schemed, I tried to come up with a whole way to make sure, the same way how you made me feel, I'm going to do that to you. But I think like how in the verse where it says like, we want to give that love to them because it's the opposite of what the world would would want. You know, like we definitely live in a world where it's definitely thrived on on net negativity, trying to fight fire with fire and definitely try to, you know, like try try to do an eye for eye or two type of thing but it gets to a point where it's like you got to trade that that meanness for that kindness because when you show someone that kindness it's it's unexplainable you know that's why you definitely need the strength and the holy spirit to love that person you know to show that because you can't explain that where you know sometimes that happens to me where someone has shown me kindness and grace and i kind of deem myself of being unworthy of this type of kind of treatment when I know I was not nice, when I know I wasn't mature, when I know I was not being truthful. So, like, when they say for you to extend that love and that, that kindness, like, once you go, once you get out of your, your fleshly desire of wanting that revenge and wanting to bring that torture to them, that's when things, like, shift when you want to, oh my gosh, what what, what verse was it? Where it's like, because I relate this to myself, Mike, where, where, where it was saying how. Um, I'm, I'm I'm paraphrasing this, but it's just saying how your your love for other. I, I forgot what it was, but pretty much in the Bible, it's saying how 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 the way you love. Well, the, people can tell how people can tell how like you can tell how. Ah, I'm trying to, like it's it, it really a lot of saying like how you love God and how that reflection will be how you love people. Where where the, the di- dynamic is saying is like if 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 you love God, you would love God's people, which is everyone in the world. Which the the same barometer of how much you love God, that same level has to be on saying how you extend his love towards other people and that grace and that mercy. And that's really what everything is. It's it's grace. You know, grace is, is the undeserving, unmerited favor of God. You you have to give people that grace, or otherwise they won't begin to understand why you do that. Because like, it gets to a point where someone let's, let's be honest, Mike, people know when they're being mean. People know when they're being selfish. People know when they're are acting in a rudely manner of behavior. But then when you counteract that with still giving them that that godly love, that godly grace. And that godly, um, that godly um, mannerism to, to them, it, it makes a question. Like no matter what I throw at him, they're still 
being nice to me. Like, I just don't get it. But then that's when they start to look at you and they see like, yo, he takes his walk seriously. Or like, what's making him do that? Is is another my guy? That's what it is. Exactly. Amen. So I just want to bring something up. So in the word, uh, when we're talking about this, I'm reading a study Bible and it says that the description of heaping burning coals is a reference to Proverbs 25, 21 and 22. So I'm going to read that real quick, right? The reference is if your enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he's thirsty, give him water to drink for you will heap burning coals upon his head and the Lord will reward you. In Egypt, there had been a custom to carry a pan of burning coals on one's head as a sign of repentance. Mm -hmm. Kindness and forgiveness to those who abuse us ideally will make them feel ashamed of themselves, hopefully bringing them to repent. The The strongest, most powerful response to persecution and hatred is to love your enemies. Because it's a mirror check to them. See, it's easy to repay hate with hate. Yeah. And they people will feel justified. See, they hate me too. We're just doing this. But mm-hmm. when you show nothing but love, after they treat you, mistreat you badly, it brings them to a place. It's supposed to bring them to a place of repentance. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he specifically said that. So now the last verse is do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of self-explanatory. Yeah, it, it sounds sound like, like a Disney movie line, but yeah. Yeah, like obviously y'all listen. We're called to be the light. Called to be God's kids. My care bears there. We're called to be his children. And as his children, we gotta make sure that we don't corrupt our we don't become corrupted by the world. But instead, we infect the world with that infectious light. For sure. Definitely. Definitely. And I said, not saying it's easy. You know, I don't think, you know, like, Mike, I definitely know, knowing your history, I know throughout your 30 years of life, like, you definitely had moments where you wanted, at least once in your life, planned or plotted or have done revenge to someone in some shape or form oh, I, I mean have. yeah me personally i know i have you know i definitely know as a person who you know like hands. even if you said what i got hands so yeah, man definitely i'm telling you i got hands for sure you know like saying as you know as a person who just is automatically like nice sometimes you and just i'm gonna speak about me as a person who is you know nice majority of the time you know sometimes people do try to pull something against you or pull something over you and you're like okay this how you're gonna rock cool bet i'm i'm going to i'm i'm gonna slice and dice you like i you know i'm low-key quick with the comeback so like don't like like verbally like don't try to come at me i can i think like the one of the worst things you can do is probably piss off a nice person because because sometimes people think they are quiet but people don't know like they have so much stuff and ammo inside their pocket they can just pull out like they can slice you up like like wonder bread for real i i really do for real because they got so much information that they know what they can use against you um 
I grew up poor. I, I grew up kind of in the hood, kind of in the yeah. Hood. So and like you, you so have to like you got to be roast, good. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we roast right. Like we was like we was built for this. <laughs> like, like like don't I'm, don't I'm don't built, come at me with this. I can use words. I can use words, especially like when I was growing up. I could use words to get you, or I could use these hands. Right, I'm like, 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 like you, like red pill, blue pill. Come on, let's like, come on, you can, you can do the easy way or hard way. The choice is up to you. I think it's like, I don't know why people don't think we won't do anything. I think that's probably part about about revenge. It's like. I don't know. I mean, just like how you said, like, you grew up in, in the hood, so, like, we had no choice but to roast, but it's, like, you get to a point where, like, you gotta, like, not be a sucker, but, like, yo, like, like, I, I'm choosing to be nice. Like, I'm choosing to be nice to you, but really, it can be A, B, C, and D either, either way, so for me, you know, I, you know, Mike, I'm not the tallest guy around. Like, I'm I'm Mr. Short Dude, so, you know, all my life, you know, that's the only thing people can say is, like, oh, Ronnie, you short, and this can't can reach this can you do the roller coasters you know that's the only thing that they had but with my comebacks you, you know athlete's foot yeah like <laughs> no i'm like like seriously it, it gets to a point where it's like okay you look like an ingrown toenail like like how we how many talked before we had the conversation it was the creativity you know it's only so many times that you can Use the same thing over and over again. Okay, cool. You got bunions on your teeth. Mm-hmm. Come on now. <laughs> so, like I said, like it, you it, apparently you got got a sweet tooth because you let caramel delight go. Mm-hmm. You let that mocha surprise leave. Yeah, mocha surprise leave. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, like, like when it comes to that stuff, like I hurt someone's feelings. Quick, I just don't don't choose to. That's not my my character. So um. So yeah. So when it comes to like just showing that that love and that grace and that mercy, it's it's a good alternate to, to use when you are in those those, those moments. Like no, no, it's, it's not even an alternate. It should be an automatic thing. To do. I do think God. God is love and love is God. So he wants to, as we are here on this time of this earth, he's testing us on how how do we love. He's he tells us he tells us in these situations, in these moments to see whenever we approach a challenge or an obstacle, how much of me is actually in you. Like Mike, we will never really know something unless we are being tested. That's when true things come out. That's when people separate the, the coward from the lion. That's how God can tell. Okay, if you're going down this route, I still gotta, you still gotta cultivate that. You still gotta do better in this situation. Where it's like you're not allowing love, or you're not allowing the Holy Spirit within you to overflow because there's a blockage somewhere that's not allowing you to there. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's your past. I don't know if it's that relationship. I don't know if it's because your dad wasn't there. Like I don't know if it's because the job where you feel rejected. But there's something in you that's not allowing love to go through. It's clogged. There's something in you that has to be yanked out, so you. Bro, can, I need so, you to get your. I need you to get your mic and your computer back to working, bro. Okay, sorry, my bad. Oh, look, sorry, it's I'm, clear I'm, again. Well, no, it's because I'm. It's, I'm speaking fast and not projecting. So, so that that's what it is. Okay. Okay, but yeah, the, that's really the thing. It's like 
God is saying that there's a blockage within you that's not allowing for me to flow. Because nah, feedback, yeah, I need you to get your mic and computer back. But continue. Okay, but yeah, that's really what has to happen for sure. I would also add that it's easy to take revenge. It's easy to be mad and repay kindness with well, evil with evil, evil with revenge. You know what's actually difficult and takes character and takes real strength is taking somebody's slap in the face and forgiving them. Uh-huh. And saying a prayer for them. God commanded us to pray for our enemies. That's what Jesus told us to do. You're supposed to pray for those who chastise you. Well, not chastise. Who persecute you. Uh-huh. You're supposed to pray for those who talk bad about you. You're not supposed to go get back. Get uh-huh. back is not godly. You can't bring people to the kingdom of Christ if they see you acting nasty towards people, even if the person act nasty towards you first. It's uh-huh. not how it works. Uh-huh. Now, for a person who's not as strong in their faith or they're like a firm believer in that, why do you think people look at being... Why is not taking a revenge a bad thing in the world's eyes? Because they would deem that as that being soft or not having a backbone or not standing up for yourself. I think you just have answered your question. People in the world see that as weak because we have this person, we have this thing where it's like you have to display like dominant strength at all times. Where if something happens, you have to. It's like how the United. All right, so. You know what the how the United States military and our for how our policy is as far as engaging people that like mess with the United States uh-huh. is to crush them with an overwhelming display of power that's so in that's so over the top that it discourages anybody else from ever trying something like that again. Uh-huh. That's what we our goal is to do. Our goal isn't to be in a fight every five years. Our goal is once we're in a fight is to crush you so bad that everybody else will reference back to that and go, that's why you don't mess with them. Mm-hmm. Right. That's kind of the mentality of like the world in general. And I can't lie. Like I've taught my brothers the same thing now, not to take revenge, but I've, I taught them when like, and they've never had to fight. Thank God, because they, uh, you know, I, they, <laughs> well, I also taught them self-control and I taught them that fighting is the last resort. But I told them, if you're ever attacked, you make an example out of that person. So it never happens again. Mm-hmm. You beat the brakes off that person in such a dominant show of force that nobody else will come at you. Mm hmm. Because they'll remember and reference back to what you did to that person. Mm-hmm. And they absorbed that and they said, okay. And they never had to use it. Why? Because they also learned to be peaceful. And when somebody screws around with you, they learn, hey, you can walk away. You can forgive them. You can pray for them. And you don't have to respond in that way. Mm-hmm. The only time I told them that you were to fight is... When your actually your your health and physical well being is being threatened, if someone's attacking you, or when your brother's physical health is being or and well being is being threatened because someone's attacking them, like when you're backed into a corner and you have no way out, then yeah, you go after it, you go mm-hmm. get after them. But other than that, you show love and you leave the situation. 
And for some reason, like, people like to equate that with weakness going, oh, well, that person won't defend himself. No, the person's smart enough to not have to. Mm -hmm. The best deterrent is actually to not have to get engaged in conflict to begin with. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, when it comes to... I think when it comes to revenge, I, there's always something... Oh, I thought like there's always something... Now. <laughs> you said what? I'm sorry, I just looked at something. I got my grade back from a paper, and he just mm-hmm. told me I need to come talk to him, which is weird, because I was talking to him today in class, and he didn't mm-hmm. say nothing. But he's saying plagiarism. On you? Yeah. Wow. Because I did a f- movie review on the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon for the because he wanted to do a film review of an international film. He underlined the part where I said that they used cables to fly around, and basically said I need to cite that in his plagiarism. And, and I'm like, but I didn't get that from anybody. I've like always known that since I was a child. Right. Like that yeah. they use cables to fly around. I didn't say it, and I didn't. I didn't follow. Like he's like, obviously you use some sources or something inside him. I did not actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not. I went off of memory and watching the movie. And also, if you watch the movie, it's very clear they had to use cables. Oh yeah, for sure. Like this is kind of crazy. Like I'm gonna have my grade held up because of this. Now I gotta go talk to him on Wednesday. Ah, oh, this is a pain in the behind. Yeah. Um, so there's a few things that comes to my in my mind as we are talking about revenge. I think the reason why God does wants us to lie for the battle to be His, because I think this all relates back to in the very top of the episode when I was talking about with Tyrese and Baby Boy. It's like we're not meant to carry that weight. I do think when we when we don't give it to God, we harbor it within us. You know, we harbor it in. We build up, and that can spill over into other things where we are constantly overthinking. We're replaying it over our head on what that person said, what they did, how they make us feel. And then our motives, our decisions are based off of that feeling that we're holding on to. And once that fester up, when it's building up, and we tend to explode and act out of our character, you know, that's why. In the word it says to to catch your cares for he cares for you. Like we're meant to release those things and give it to God and not hold it in and start making those decisions based off what we're overthinking about. Um, you know, if you ever watch a movie or a villain, what what are they doing a majority of the time? Um, like they're trying to seek revenge on something that happened to them. And they're acting in a malicious way where they are hurting other people who are innocent. Whether it's something that happened to in their childhood, whether someone killed their family. I mean, no, what was the first thing? For example, say if, say if your, your brother's guy jumps, what's one of the first things like your your cousins or your uncles, what they going to say? Oh, we're we, we, we going to get them. Man, got to say, I'm getting back in blood. What you talking about? Exact, that's that's revenge. Based off back of, in like, blood, bro. Like, you, you literally going out trying to Poo, find them where they said it bro what up get it back in blood gotta get back in blood like you know one what would say dead or alive i want them dead or alive and it's like you're you're talking to people 
you're trying to go to where they where they at, trying to where their family stay at. You trying to cover your tracks to make sure nothing comes back to you. You're doing all these things overthinking when it's like, yo, let me pray to God and give it to him because this weight, nothing is too big for him, for me to give to him. So let me give him this weight that I'm carrying so I can feel better. That's where we have to confess what we're doing because we're, we're harboring that, that in. It's a dark cloud that hangs over us a, that attaches us if we operate in that revenge spirit and it is not pretty. Like If you hold on to it, that's going to fester up and eat you up and it'll cloud your decisions. Now, that's why it says don't lean on your own understanding because all you understand is, hey, I'm hurt. Hey, I want to knock his head open. Like, I've, I've been there. It's been moments when I, hopefully this sounds correct. I was harming myself because I was trying to medicate what that person did to me, where it was out of relationship because I was so hurt by what she did. I ended up harming myself by drinking um, recklessly, having sex with people who I shouldn't have sex with, and wilding and partying and trying to numb the pain. And sometimes we do that. When we feel so hurt, it's like, I'm, because you hurt me subconsciously, I'm, I'm hurting myself by doing this. Because I'm people hurt low people. And hurt people hurt people. So I'm trying to numb the feeling that I felt that you gave to me and the, the hurt that you did to me, I'm going to do that times 10. But in hindsight, I didn't know I was hurting myself along the way. Like, we don't realize if we're trying to get revenge on people, they're trying where that is causing your life to be dim. And we are coming across many people whose lights are getting dim because of a situation or because of a person, because of a job, because of the business. Like our lights are being dimmed when it shouldn't have to be that way. And I think the overall lesson to be learned here, guys, is forget by is that revenge is is poison to yourself. Like you think that you're getting back on the person, you think that you know it's gonna make you feel better at the time, but it's not. It doesn't make you mm -hmm. feel better about what happened. Only healing and God can do that. And you taking revenge is not going to do anything but create a cycle. And you know what they say about, you know, the person that goes, if you decide to go down the path of revenge, to dig two graves. So, in the end, guys, revenge is the Lord's. He will repay. It's not for us to do. Love your enemy even when they hate you. Because you'll leap coals of, you'll leap, yeah. Hey, bro, you gonna put you gonna put hot charcoal on their head? Know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Anything else for you to say, Ronnie, before we close out? Um, actually, I really just want to say, make love your motivation in every decision you make, because God's looking. At how you love people, mm. it's through out of that, it's through out of that love where he sees that's my child because he listens to or she listens to my commandments. Love God, 
and love others as you love yourself. Ain't that the truth? And I'm speaking this from experience. This past couple of months, I've been learning how to love people again. And with that, we thank you guys. This has been another episode of the God Man Podcast. Be sure to you know what you know got to do. Like, comment, subscribe, invite a friend, send us more questions on the God Man Podcast at gmail.com. This is Mike. And this is Ryan. See y'all later. And we will end this with a verse. Psalms 25, verses 1. Old gate of David to you, Adonai, I lift up my soul. O oh my God, in you I trust, so I will not be ashamed, and my enemies will not gloat over me. Surely no one who waits for you will be ashamed, but the treacherous one without cause will be ashamed. Show me your ways, Adonai. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are my God my salvation for you i wait all day amen have a good day y'all we will see y'all next week i see y'all